I had seen Victoria Falls in history documentaries and on the Atlas. In my geography books, it had been described as one of the great discoveries of British explorer David Livingstone. It was also sometimes referred to in contrast with the Egyptian pyramids. The pyramids are north, the falls are south. The pyramids were built by man, the falls were sent by God. I had not the slightest idea that Victoria Falls, emerging from the Zambezi River and straddling two countries, Zambia and Zimbabwe, were an almost magical experience, something the natives discovered long before it was exposed to the wider world. It also always had a more meaningful name, Mosio Atunia, which means the smoke that thunders in the Lozi language. So we reserved a visit to the falls for the tail end of a trip across Zimbabwe. We'd been to Harare, Bulawayo, Hwange National Park, Matobo National Park, and finally, we were running through instructional videos as we prepared to take the flight of angels. This short 12-minute helicopter ride was so named because David Livingstone had once noted that it was a scene so lovely it must have been gazed upon by angels in their flight. Then we got on the helicopter in pairs or trios. I cannot remember now if my friend Nena and I had company on the helicopter. So we settled in and high-fived each other over the sounds of the propellers. The helipad was run like a very efficient factory. One helicopter lands and people disembark, then it loads and takes off. As our helicopter took off, we were expectant. With Victoria Falls, as we would come to learn, no expectation is too high, for no imagination can triumph over the experience. A minute or two into the sky, and we were hovering over the large, long, uninterrupted curtain of water, gushing down the rock, surrounded by lush forests. Any tree planted by the water will flourish, so it is no wonder that the vegetation of the falls are evergreen. Underneath us, but above the falls, was a perpetual rainbow. It was the fullest bow I had ever seen, complete from ground to sky and then back to ground, and it glistened like a diamond in the sun. Oh, we gaped, once in a while catching each other's eyes and mouthing the wonder of what we could see. Then we cried. The tears were short and quiet, even muffled. But together, we understood that we had glimpsed the icing of God's African cake. By the time we had landed, we were thrilled enough. But our guides informed us that there was more, that we would be going into the national park to come up close and personal with the falls. A minute ago, we were content, but as with anything, the promise of more was exhilarating. We donned our rain jackets, changed into waterproof slippers, and walked through the Victoria Falls National Park. As we walked, the falls our destination, 
We were called out to by birds here, flowers there, and the usual appreciation you feel when you're submerged in nature. We slowed down enough to feel what we were feeling and hear what we were hearing. Then gradually, the falls began to peek through from among the trees. What a sight for sore eyes. Mosi o Atunia is the smoke that thunders. It was beautiful, it was art, it was spirit, it was a thunderous welcome and then a resounding warning. It was the finger of God showing off. It was loud, it was wet, it was smoky. It left behind showers on us at first, then a full rainfall when we were up close. I could only sing about how much of an awesome wonder they were. In our party was a gentleman in his 60s, who for lack of a better reaction, skipped around like a baby who had seen a vision of toys. He squealed in delight. I froze in awe. Nena, who is usually quite vocal, was speechless. We could see the rainbow, this time only part of it, and from this angle, the falls were never ending. This could have gone on and on, but for a tight schedule and an impending Boma dinner of steak, potatoes and Mopani worms, I have felt very many great feelings since then, but none as magical or intoxicating as what I felt when I experienced the falls. <laughs> 